Sam so here watching a video. 1935, Born in Slavery, Questions and Answers, Interview with Former Slaves. Ted Koppel is covering the story. I didn't know he, no, he cared nothing about us like that. Something. Oh, Lord Jesus. Anyway, I don't want this episode to be about that. But I do want to talk about how wicked the world is. It's unbelievably (laughs) wicked. I can't. You know how you look at some people? And um, you think to yourself, wow, that's kind of weird. So these pictures, these cameras and these things, they show you who people really are. Like it's the, with the naked eye, people can hide from you. When you put them motherfuckers on camera, Damn, you can see everything. And when you wake up from your slumber, I can't speak for everybody, but it's some some of y'all out there sleeping. And I was sleeping for a long time. Because God, you know, he has a way of sheltering his people and keeping you away from that stuff that's going on out there. But when he reveals to you who people really are, it's just a honest clarification. And, and, uh, what is the word? What's that word? Mmm. What's the word? It's not verified, but it's, uh, What's that word when you proving that you're right about something? I can't remember the word, but that's what happens. You know, when God lets you see things for what they really are and lets you see people for who they really are. And you already knew there was something wrong, but then it's like, oh my God. Lord. I wasn't crazy after all. What I was thinking was really the energy that I felt, but I couldn't explain it at the time. Like when I first feel certain things about people and I can't explain them, what I'm supposed to do and when I'm learning this slowly, you're supposed to trust God and try not to sit there and understand why you feel the way you feel and try to pick it apart. You have to just let it go. So if you feel like something's not right, something's not, something is a little off, this person's got some wickedness to them, leave them the fuck alone. Cause you don't know what people was into. You don't know what people do when they go into their house. 
You really don't. So you have to be careful. But this world is wicked. I see a lot of things happening. That's unnatural. That's unclean. That's wicked. And... You know... It's like... I don't want to be a part of that. I don't want to be a part of it. Never have wanted to be a part of it. it. I've been like this my whole life, though. When I was younger, as a teenager, you know, growing up, and people are learning about their bodies and feeling themselves and smelling themselves and, you know, thinking they all that or whatever. And I was always like, I just wanted to play. I'm not trying to make, put on makeup and be fast and be out there in the streets and get into shit I shouldn't be getting into, you know. I always wanted to concentrate on just being a kid. I wasn't trying to grow up. And I wasn't trying to bring any babies into my mama's house. You know? Something. And my sons didn't bring any babies into my house. I thank God for that. But with all the wickedness, there's God's grace, God covering over us, those of us. We can see God can open our eyes and help us understand how we were feeling. We don't have to feel stupid for thinking certain things about people, about them being so wicked. We don't have to feel bad. You know, just what I feel like I want to give up on somebody or a situation. I've learned that when you get to that point, you got to keep going because there's something else better. You're getting to it. That's that moment. Like when you are just like absolutely through, you're tired, you're sick, you can't deal with it no more. God will show you to keep going or he'll teach you to learn how to keep going in those moments when you get fed up. I'm not talking about, I'm not talking about being around toxic people, being in an abusive relationship, being with somebody that you know don't love you and you don't love them. I am not talking about that. I'm not talking about being in a job that's shitty and you're not being treated right. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about in situations where you know God is trying to elevate you and get you to a higher place so you can make a difference and do better in this world. Make the world a better place. When God is opening doors for you to do that, 
and you think you're at your lowest point. You think, oh, I ain't going to be able to do this. I ain't going to be able to handle dealing with this kind of stress. But what you have to understand and know is that God is all-knowing. He's all-powerful. He sees all. He created all. So, what are you stressed out about? What are you worried about? I have to tell myself this all the time. Like, at the moments when I'm like, okay, I don't think this is going to work out like it was. I want to get out of this wickedness. God is not going to let you stay in that wickedness. He's going to wake you up to it and let you know what you're dealing with and let you know you weren't crazy for thinking the way you thought about people. And it took six years for me to learn a certain thing about a certain person. But they finally revealed who they were. Sometimes it takes a long fucking time. But let me tell you something. This person showed me who they were. And it didn't even take a week of them knowing me. For them to show me who they really were. Not a week. But then it's like, nah, I kind of this, I kind of that. You know, maybe I'm overthinking it. Maybe I'm overguessing it. But I never got close to this person. Never. Never. It was just something inside of me was like, mmm, uh-uh, uh-uh. And then I saw how wicked they were after six fucking years. How wicked they were. And it it's like, you know... I can't drain and take on that energy. I have to let it go. God let me see it, but I want to take it on and fix it. I want to take it on and fix it. I want to correct everything. That's what I want to do. But that's not my job. That's God's job. God is just showing me that I'm not a part of that wickedness. He's showing me that the energy that I feel, the thoughts that I thought, all along were all right. And that I should continue to trust him, live in his word, live in his truth, live in the truth, which God is the truth. The truth is of God. God is the truth. That's how I feel about it. You know. That's why I defend so... That's why I defend Michael so hard. Is because... You know, he followed the teachings of Jesus Christ. What better way to live your life? I mean, Michael knew... From a young child... Who he was and what he was supposed to be doing. He may could not have comprehended it. But he knew. This is what I'm supposed to be doing. And he followed that. For 50 years. He followed that. And then they murdered him. And took him away from us. 
What would life be like today if Michael Jackson were still living? What would it be like? But this wicked world just could not take it anymore. They couldn't take his goodness. They couldn't take his kindness. They could not take the pure love that he had to give. They couldn't deal with it anymore, so they had to murder him. And now they're gloating, talking about how, oh, Michael Jackson changed publishing. Now these saintness, these devil worshipers are getting together and they're having their seance and their spells and they're doing their thing, their wicked ways, evil wicked ways. How do you live in a world like this? You just stay with God. Stay under God. Stay with Him. Stay under Him. Stay with Him. Stay pray constantly. Because it's it's just it's so much wickedness out here. But God is gonna let you see people. And you'll see them when you're ready. But when they show you who they are the first time believe them because guess what they're going to show you again that person showed me how ugly they were when I first met them but they did not show me how wicked they really really were how nasty they are their tongue is just ugh I am really big on adultery and fornication and all that stuff. I'm big on that. I'm big on adultery. And, man, people are so wicked. But I'm not the judge. God is. So I'll let him do that. I'm just I'm glad God is opening my eyes to people and relationships. You know, um I'm really understanding how it takes at least a year or two for you to get to know people that you're iffy about. And if you're iffy about somebody, don't let them be in your inner circle. That first moment you meet that person and there's something wrong, don't doubt yourself. Because energy meets before logic and common sense. Energy is always there and energy never fucking lies to you. Energy is God and God is truth. And you cannot separate God from anything. You can't separate God from any of that. So don't shut God out. When his when his energy, when he is talking to you, that energy is speaking to you, the Holy Spirit is guiding you and it's telling you that something is not right. Don't doubt yourself and say, "No, nah, maybe I'm just overthinking it." Because later on you're going to be sorry. Later on, you're going to be sorry. And I can tell you, 
that within this fan base, with the people that I've met, I know that certain people that I have jumped the gun with and thought they were a certain way and turned out they were totally opposite of what I thought. And that's why we got to take our time to get to know people. Take your time. Don't be in a rush. And don't doubt yourself. Don't think that, oh, I'm just being a little stuck up. Or maybe I'm just being mean. Or maybe I just don't feel good today. Nope. Listen to that. Because the people that you click with right off, they won't mind being in your life and you standing back and taking a look at them. The real ones will never doubt you and they won't question you and they won't make you feel bad for being who you are. Well, that's all I got for y'all today. Happy Friday! Listen to little Paris' songs. Cosmic. I want to listen to that video that um, for her for her single. I want to listen to that song. I love this song though. It's a beautiful song. One wish. Well, I have many wishes, but one thing I imagine is Michael sitting and listening to Paris's music. And tears just streaming down his face, thinking this is my baby here. Or him sitting and watching Prince on his motorcycle, or him watching BG on Film Family, like... Would these things have existed if Michael were still living? Anyway, however things would happen, he should still be here to see his babies grow. He should be here to see his babies, period. That makes me sad. So I want to take you guys over to Paris's song of the video that she um, uh, did. It's so beautiful. It's a beautiful, romantic, dark. It's dark romance. Um, this video is so beautiful. I love stuff like this. Love stuff like this. It's it's. Teeter totters on gore, but it's a dark romance, romantic um, video. I talked about this whole album in my previous podcast, and it got a lot of listens. 
a lot of listens. Soundflowers got more listens than this one did. But uh, this one got quite a few listens too. So. I don't know if any of you caught that I deleted all three of my previous podcasts. But I did it for a reason. And um, I talk about it in, in the very first episode that I made. So. I ran my mouth too much. And we missed the beginning. I love of little lovelies single off of her album Wilted. So proud of her.
That's how they do you. Didn't even fucking take her hurt. That's how they do you. They leave your heart. Just don't give a fuck. Just take your heart out your fucking chest and lay it right next to you. <sighs> and leave. Goddamn sad. Alright, I'm making the rest of this about Paris. We gonna do this shit. <laughs> I love me some Paris, Jackson. It's my girl. I love this fucking song right here, man. Andy Hall. Oh. My, my eyelids so I can't see you float out the door. Burn my tongue out cause I don't want to taste you no more. Right. My fingers so your song can come out of my bones Tear my heart out So the feel of that memory's gone Now I don't know your name It wouldn't matter if I did anymore Now I don't know your name I'm afraid of what's under the floor. Come on, Andy. Took your memory. Sing that shit, Andy. Took a few other things from the shelf. Come on. Um, a habit. But I blame it on everyone else. Take. proud of that girl i love it you know she gets reviews about her music some people like it some people don't 
And, you know, it just, it really is up to beauty is in the eye of the beholder. You know, you either like her or you don't. I love it. <laughs> she is so strong. I'm so proud of her. Um, she was in a band with her boyfriend, Soundflowers, and none of us knew it was coming, but they broke up and she did a solo solo album and it's called Wilted. And all the songs on it are absolutely beautiful. I love it. And I cannot wait to hear more from her. She is a talent to be reckoned with. I think that she has got so much in her that needs to come out. And I cannot wait. I'm like so excited. I'm on bated breath. Um, The only one issue though I had was that she did a... She performed on the Jimmy Kimmel show. And I raised high holy hell over that and um I just like I said the world is so wicked you know you gotta learn from the past and I know that interview after interview after interview after interview their family did you know, with people talking about Michael and defending Michael and, you know, Taj and and Brandy, they went and talked to whoever would listen to them, whoever would put them on their show. They weren't above coming to podcasts or being on video, being interviewed with people that weren't mainstream. You know, and that's how I think all the Jacksons should be. Like, let us love you. The mainstream media does not give a fuck about any of these Jacksons. Okay, so I see Good Morning America interviewing Prince in Paris. And Robin uh, Roberts, she's, you know, she has, she talks about them on on Good Morning America. Or, you know, there's some channels that are supportive some people are supportive but they can't really come on there and talk about michael and how innocent he is you know about all of the things that they lied about and leaving neverland like there's no coverage on that where is the respect you know why do you have to shelter the truth why do you have to keep the truth from people It's because the world is so wicked. It's just so much wickedness going on. To let the truth survive and thrive in this wicked world, the evil ones would have, couldn't survive. They die off. But there's so many of us out here that are having compassion on the wicked ones and we need to stop it. We need to stop it. So that was eyelids. That last song was eyelids. I 
love Miss Catherine. I think she's a beautiful soul. And I thank God that she was able to carry her children and create an empire with Mr. Joe. I wish her well. And I hope to God somebody is sleeping at her feet at night. Making sure she's okay and protecting her. God bless you all. Thank you for listening. You know what that means. Episode is over. Thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting me. Keep Michael in your heart. Be well. Stay safe. Mask up.